well, um, I hope you get your questions answered. And um, I'm actually just gonna go ahead and share my screen now so you can um, see your chart. Okay. Sorry, I'm getting all these pop-ups and it's <laughs> getting in the way. <laughs> That's oh okay. my goodness. How's your day going? So far, so good. Thank you. Good. How about yours? Good. Can't complain. Um, yeah, can't complain at all. Still working from home um, until they, uh, I work part-time for a university here in Maryland and they're, they're phasing back into the, uh, um, like working at home. I mean, working in, in person. Oh, okay. So yeah, it's like phases and we will be returning on phase four. Um, right now they're on phase one. So. Oh my God. Really? Mm -hmm. Holy cow. How bad was it over there? You know what? I actually, from my perspective, it really wasn't that bad, but, um, you know, it's a college. So I guess they're just kind of like taking precaution for the students, Oh. you know, um, I guess, but I guess Maryland, I think we had like 40,000 cases. Um, of, of uh, Corona, so yeah. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, I'm so sorry. I don't know why this isn't sharing. Um, because I really wanted to have your chart up while we um go through it. <clears throat> but I'll start by saying that, you know, you um. While I continue to try to work on this, you started by uh, you um, indicated on the form that you were interested in looking into um, just getting a little bit of clarity or some answers on um, well, some life changes. So you're thinking of moving, yes, uh, your career. Um, are you going to travel, and then also like uh, your love life? Yeah. Awesome. Well, you know, I'll start by saying that the these birth charts really don't um, they really aren't like future predicted predictions, excuse me. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> excuse me. Can you see my, my screen now? Okay. Um, there's many things up here. Yeah. There, there's like all this stuff. Not this, <laughs> not this website. Um, this, this is what I want you to see. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. So this is your chart. Sorry for oh. the delay there. Oh, that's okay. Yes. So yeah, so the, the charts, these natal charts, it's really a snapshot of the sky at the very moment you were born. So, okay. you know, it's not going to really necessarily predict everything that happens in your life. Um, mm -hmm. There could be some indications as far as like where the placements fall, how um, you would fare in certain situations, but you know, we're all given free will. So, um, right. you know, we don't really use the charts to do pre uh, predictions, but I am a tarot card reader, so I did pull a few cards for you for each area. Oh, wow. Thank um, you. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Because I just wanted to see, you know, and, and, you know, you'll tell me if this resonates, but the overall energies for, you know, just everything that you want in the next, we'll say, 12 months. Okay. Um, I pulled three cards, um, the High Priestess, Nine of Cups, and the King of Pentacles. So those are really, really high vibe cards. Ooh. Um, yeah, the high priestess, she's like the manner, um, master manifester. So Ooh, nice. it's really like you tapping into like whatever you consider source, um, 
you know, staying grounded, doing the things that matter to you most. I'm um, just focusing on bringing in to your life the things that you really, really want. But then, you know, also making sure that you're letting go of the things that really didn't work. I think um, what's happening now with, you know, obviously with the pandemic and, um, you know, we have a lot of political unrest and um, social injustice going on in the United States in particular. But mm -hmm. um, if we just kind of stick to the astrological atmosphere, there are a lot of retrogrades. So there are a lot of energies right now in the collective that are causing a lot of people or prompting people to kind of go back and rethink things, revisit things, redo things. Um, and, and of course, using your own um, discernment, letting go of what no longer serves you and, you know, taking with you what lessons you've learned. So mm -hmm. I would just say that that high priestess card is probably what that is like tapping into is just using the energies of the collective as well as your own to, um, to move forward. And I think you're definitely going to be able to do that because the next card was nine of cups. That's wish fulfillment. Um, it's, uh, definitely, you know, contentment with self, um, happiness, health, cups, energy in the tarot uh, resemble or represents emotions. So okay. nine of cups means that you're really just like fulfilled. You're, you know, it's happiness. Um, and king of pentacles, it's, that's also an amazing card. King of pentacles is, um, yeah, like you're just financially stable. Um, pentacles represents uh, monetary, like physical gains, um, but it, pentacles can also represent self-worth, I think. Okay. And, and the king is like the highest of the suits. So um, yeah, the king, like it's generosity. It's knowing that you have enough to go around. It's, you know, it's not lack in any way, shape or form. So those three cards for your overall energies was amazing. Um, now we'll dive into like the aspect of you moving. So do you, let me ask you this. Do you have two places that you are considering to move? Oh, yes. Did I tell okay. you that? No, no. But I pulled two of pentacles and two means you're juggling kind of two options. And you're kind of trying to see maybe what's going to be like more um, like financially like in alignment with where you are now. Like what's okay. going to be more affordable. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, but do you, do you, are you, do you have two places in particular? Well, actually one in the United States and one in Europe. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's so, exciting. Um, oh, it's very exciting because no matter what that Europe is where I want to retire to. Mm -hmm. I've got a few years left before I do that, but I'm thinking, can I make the jump now? Yeah. Or do I to go somewhere else first. Hmm. That's a good question. Yeah. Because staying here is no longer an option. Yeah, where are you now here in the U.S.? <laughs> Chicago land. Oh, oh, okay. I saw you were born there. I wasn't sure if you still live there. Okay. Yeah. So Chicago's really bad? Oh, God. Well, um, with all this mess that was going on just recently, mm -hmm. and in my neck of the woods, yeah, a lot of looting happened less than a mile away from where I live. Oh, no. So I said, you know what? I wanted to move for a long time. It looks like now is a good time to get out yeah. of here. Yeah. I mean, I, unfortunately, I'm sorry that that had to be kind of the catalyst. But yeah, um, yeah. I was actually going to say, I think now will probably be better than waiting because very few people are like thinking of moving, at, you know, at least not as not a result of the plan pandemic, you know? 
Right. <laughs> like some people are moving, but you know, it's as a result of what was going on, but a lot of people aren't just like upping and moving just to move, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I got two of pentacles for that for career. I got six of cups. Um, six of cups represents like someone basically assisting you like someone just offering you their time, energy, their resources. Um, so I'm not sure if you have like someone who is going to help you move or who's going to move with you. Um, that's the energy I got around that. Um, oh, for the move. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Yeah. For the, for your career, for your career, I got six of your cups. Oh, yeah. Okay. Moving. I got two of pentacles career. I got six of cups. Sorry. I'm looking at my notes and I overlooked something. Um, yeah. So for career, I got six of cups, but same, same energy, like still someone helping you figure okay. out your career. So are you going to do the RTT? At some point. Okay. Yeah. Because I took it a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. but then my life kind of imploded mm-hmm. <laughs> right afterwards. And I went, well, yeah. Time to start concentrating on really which direction I need to go in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, um, yeah, I mean, there, there could be some people that just kind of arrive in their life that can really help you with that, that maybe people that you didn't expect. That's what I'm getting with that. You know what? I'm feeling like opportunities are coming. Mm-hmm. It's just something that I feel. So you say with the six of cups, somebody might be helping me with my career. Yeah. Six of cups. That's usually what it, um, it represents. Like in tarot, it's usually like someone like there's like an image of someone like offering a cup of, to someone who needs it. Um, yeah. So it just kind of represents like um, assistance, you know, kind of assistance from the universe. Um, people kind of coming back from your past, but not necessarily. It could just be people that you un- didn't expect to help you. Like that's kind of the energy of six of cups. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then travel. So you're looking to move, but you're also wanting to travel for leisure. Oh God, it's been so long. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of my passions. Yeah. Um, cool. Well, you know, I got eight of pentacles for that. Um, that's, it's a good card, but you know, I think for travel, I think what that means is like really going to have to work for it. Um, and, and see, cause eight of pentacles, it like, it represents somebody like honing their craft or like learning something new, doing research. It's kind of, it's like a, it's a, um, it has the energies of like studying or like trying to get better at something. So I don't know if that, if this is like picking up on like you wanting to make a difference in your career and maybe you traveling is going to like lead to opportunities in your career. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Cause they're just pulling like a work quote unquote work or career card for travel. There might be a link there. I'm, I don't know. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then finally your love life. So two th- I pulled one card then I pulled a clarifier because the first card I pulled was 10 of swords now oh. <laughs> that is not a, that great of a card um but okay. but the good thing with ten of swords is it usually signifies the end of a cycle it signifies the end of something so if you uh-huh. had hardships in relationships if you've kind of had trouble getting over a previous relationship i think you're nearing the end of that cycle and then okay. the next card i put was the page of cups which is perfect because that's someone literally coming in to offer you their love or companionship. That's what the page of cups represents. Like something new, like it's a new um, initiative or yeah, just like the beginning of something. Okay. So, so yeah, so good cards. Yeah. I just wanted to do that. I know it's not, I'm sorry. It's not a part of the read of the birth art reading, but because you asked these questions, I, um, 
just figured I would pull a few and jot down some notes. <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate that. You're welcome. <laughs> so now to your birth chart. Um, so if I just had to kind of give you like a snapshot, you have um, almost as many planets above the ascendant line. So this thick line going across the center here is, um, is the ascendant line. And okay. you have just as many planets above as you do below. So that um, that usually indicates that, you know, your soul has just as much, much work to do with external facing things as well as your internal work. Um, everything above the ascendant line is external. Everything below is internal. So that's just what I notice because sometimes people have like a whole bunch of planets kind of like clustered in one part and nothing anywhere else, but yours are kind of like evenly dispersed. Mm -hmm. um, now, if, if I want to take a look at your challenges then I would lead you over here to your true node. Okay. The okay. true node is what we look at to find out what challenges your soul has to overcome in this human experience to kind of ascend okay. to your best self during this lifetime. Mm -hmm. um, and it's, um, it's this little guy right here. He's right in your fourth house in the sign of Virgo. Now what that leads me to believe is, um, uh, well, let me back up a minute. Fourth house is all about your family life. It's like your foundation. Okay. And um, yeah, like just kind of, you know, your home base. But having a true note there means that there's challenges regarding this part of your life. Um, now, what's opposite of it, directly 180 degrees opposite of it, is the south node. The okay. south node is uh, what your soul like the gifts and the talents your soul has brought over from previous lives. Mm -hmm. So because your South node is in the 10th house in the sign of Aries, what you do well is you, you really do focus on career efforts really well. I feel like you're, you're you focused. Um, but maybe thinking of other people that are close to you, it has been a little bit of a, I don't want to say a challenge, but it kind of like comes second to you. Like you really think of like the things that would really get you ahead, um, th that would make you feel more fulfilled first. But what mm -hmm. this true note is asking you to do is like, okay, you doing that is perfectly fine, obviously, but thinking of those people that are very, very close to you, people you consider family is going to like actually make your life way more fulfilled than you think. Um, yeah. I'm not sure if, does that resonate? Well, I've gotten finally to the point of my life where um, I'm not taking care of everybody anymore mm -hmm. because my parents both survived World War II and they were much older when I was born. So as they came to the end of their lives, I came back from Germany where I lived to help my mother take care of my father. And then as I was getting divorced, I stayed with my mother because I noticed that she was having dementia. Mm -hmm. So a lot of my life was taken up with caring for them. Oh, right. Okay. So maybe this true no represents those challenges then. Sometimes, and you know, we really don't, I guess we don't say it like that to people that we give readings to, but you know, honestly, the true no, it can be those hardships, right? That kind of are presented to us at, you know, an earlier stage of life. Mm -hmm. But that's amazing. You know, that's, you have already kind of gotten through that, right? Like you right. now have yourself to think of. 
So you can sink back into that self mode energy, which is exciting. <laughs> and, um, and yeah, but uh, be, because it's in Virgo, your true node in Virgo, were you always kind of detail oriented, very structured and organized? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Not yeah. crazy, you know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay, great. So we looked at your true note. The other part that we look at to kind of get to the root of like some ancestral wounds, blockages, is the Chiron. It's this little guy right here. This is a circle with a K on it. Mm -hmm. And your Chiron is actually zero degrees Pisces. So you're right on the line between Pisces and Aquarius in the ninth house. Um, and the ninth house is all about leadership, how you show up and guide others, okay. but you're wounded in this house. Like your, your, your Chiron is your soul's wound. So it's like wounds that you brought over from a previous life. Um, and they show up in this human experience kind of in the subconscious realm. Um, but the ninth house, because it's about leadership and guidance Maybe you don't feel as confident leading people, you know, um, leading people kind of like in, in efforts that are like unknown or unconventional or a little left of center because, because of where it's placed, because it's right by Pisces and Aquarius, Pisces hmm. energy is all about illusions. It's the ethereal realm, psychic abilities, spirituality, and Aquarius is... Mm -hmm um eccentric you know they're like kind of the like a little bit um you know they're like quirky kind of like like um like the black sheep of the zodiac aquarian energy you know but they're also humanitarians so but i would say that your chiron indicates that like from a past life like maybe you were shamed for leadership um or like standing up for things that were just like kind of taboo so now you know subconsciously you may not want to tackle issues that are like controversial or like debate with people. Like that's what I'm getting. Um, but again, that's more subconscious. It's not because you are not intellectually capable of doing that. It's just, you, I don't you just, it just doesn't agree with you. You just might not like doing that. Um, yeah, but that's what a, that's what the Chiron is all about. The interesting thing about your Chiron though, is it's right next to your, your uh, Mars in that same house. And Mars is all about what motivates us, what kind of gets us up every day and gives us the energy and excitement we need to take on the, uh, the duties of the day or what, you know, whatever we have planned for our goals. You have mm -hmm. your Mars right in Aquarius. So I feel like, you know, where your soul is wounded is kind of what motivates you now. Oh. Um, at least according to your chart. That's a very, very interesting placement. Mars and Aquarius. Yeah. So I would say like humanitarian efforts or maybe you being involved in like philanthropic causes. Um, yep. Group efforts that really kind of would like ignite and get you really, really excited. Um, what else is here? And your Mercury is here as well. It's in Pisces, but it's still in the ninth house. So communicating about that. Um, do you have a blog or have you like been published or anything? No, but at some point I know I want to be an author and a speaker. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can definitely see that with the, with the Mercury and Pisces in the ninth house for sure. Um, yeah, so Piscean energy is very, 
it's hard to articulate it because it's so like dreamy, but I do feel like it's like unafraid. Like the energy is like, cause it doesn't have any constraints. It's not like, mm-hmm. you know, Piscean energy isn't really of this world. It's more 5d. It's not 3d. So I feel like, you know, once you do, um, get what you want to talk about or what you want to write about, what you want to share with the world. I think it's mm-hmm. going to be um, very easy for you to do that with a Mercury placement there. Um, okay. What else? Okay. The moon, let's go look at your moon. Okay. So this is a third indicator about wounds, but the moon in particular is ancestral wounds. So the Chiron was your soul's wounds from other lives your true node is the challenges that you had to face in this lifetime. And your moon is like, again, ancestral, meaning like your parents, aunts, uncles, maybe even siblings, like the, th- like the challenges they had that may have rubbed off on you. Okay. So an, ancest- so an ancestral wound um, with a moon in Gemini. Yeah, it's in Gemini right here in the 12th house. What I get from that is that there may have been just a lot of secrets or unspoken truths or rules in your family of origin. And there just wasn't a lot of like open communication. And it's not to say that people were deceptive. It's just that it's just that like people didn't openly express how they felt. Um, oh, that's for sure. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. Cause Gemini energy is all about expressing yourself. You know, it likes to communicate, likes to talk it likes to, you know, let you know how it feels and the 12th house that's everything hidden so the 12th house is the house of pisces and neptune so if you have a moon there it means that um you know those wounds kind of are like of the shadows of that sign you know it's not speaking up it's not talking and um yeah kind of like leaving things like unresolved too that's what i get with that oh okay well yeah you know like I said, with my parents, lots of things didn't get spoken about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, you know, honestly, I would say that probably was that generation in, in kind of in, in the collective, you know, like they really didn't, it's not like now where everybody like says how they feel, like, especially with social media. <laughs> Jeez. Like, so I feel like that generation was the polar opposite, you know? Right. So... So I, I get that. Um, so I'm just, I'm glancing down at my notes. Um, okay. That ancestral stuff is really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I never, I mean, I always knew about ancestral wounds, but I never knew that like your moon sign could kind of give you some insight into like where exactly, you know, the work needs to be done. Mm -hmm. Um, just a different perspective. Yeah. Um, now, okay. You asked about your love life and I, so I went ahead and looked at your seventh house because this is the house of partnerships and, um, you know, marriages, romance and things like that, but you have your Saturn in Capricorn. So that's a good thing. It's a good placement because the natural ruler of Saturn of uh, Capricorn is Saturn but I would say, um, you know, Saturn is very, it's like the old strict dad of the cosmos. Like Saturn was going to remind you of all of the, your limitations 
It's going to want you to do what you're supposed to do. Um, and if you don't, it's going to present challenges <laughs> to make sure to get you back in line. Um, so having <laughs> that placement there, I feel like it wouldn't, it wouldn't agree with you having necessarily a lot of fun with like dating or things like that. I, I feel like this placement is going to want you to kind of figure out what it is you want and find that person that is going to, you know, with Capricorn energy, it's probably going to be more about work, um, building a legacy, you know, kind of following a plan. And, you know, I don't know if that will agree with you too much, but the sun sign in Aries, <laughs> that's a fire sign, um, action oriented sign. But yeah, this placement here, um, I'm just getting that. Yeah, it's going to want you to be more like vanilla, like kind of just boring. Yeah, like normal. Like I didn't want to say it to like, I don't know if it would offend you, but just kind of like so basic, like nothing exciting, like that placement there, like Saturn and Capricorn in the seventh house. Like that's nothing exciting at all. <laughs> oh my God. Nothing. I mean, it can be. I, I'm, I'm just saying like the energies, like the energies of Saturn and Capricorn. Yeah. It isn't really going to, it's going to, it's going to want you to find somebody who's more grounded and who's more like strategic, you know, and that, who knows, that might be a good thing, especially with where you are in your life with wanting to move and start your career. Like you may need that person that is more grounded and structured to allow you to figure things out, like the moving parts of your life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> that's just what I'm getting with that. <laughs> I mean, were you married before? Were you, um, did you have like not a good experience with relationships? Um, my very first one was the best one. Oh, okay. But I never married him. Mm -hmm. He scared the hell out of me when he proposed to me. I'm like, oh. what? No. <laughs> <laughs> and then I had another good experience. And then after that, it was like, where are these cheaters coming from? Really? Oh, oh yeah. It's like, okay, you know, you want to play a game and I'll play with you. But when I call you on it, don't be surprised because I was never stupid enough to believe you in the first place. Oh yeah. That really gets them good. <laughs> That'll send them running though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so now I'm thinking with my first experience, you know, I'm not going to say it was the most exciting. Mm -hmm. I guess we could say it was pretty much vanilla, mm -hmm. but that was the most grounded, I think, relationship I've ever had. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, but you know what? I could always bring the fun to something. <laughs> <laughs> you could, yes. That's definitely Aries energy. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And a moon and Gemini, they're pretty fun too. Yeah. So. Yeah, but yeah, that's what I got from that placement. Um, what else? So that's kind of like the, the main aspects that I would touch on. Um, mm -hmm. How's your health and wellness? Because, you know, your sixth health, house is um, what we look at for that. You do okay. have your Jupiter there, and it's in the sign of Gemini. So I'm, not, I'm sorry, Sagittarius. Um, so I would say that your health and wellness is pretty good. Um, or it's, at least it's supposed to be during this human experience, according to this placement. Okay, good. Um, yeah, because Jupiter is all about expansion. It's, it puts the icing on the cake, and it's right at home with its sign Sagittarius. So I see that as a very beautiful placement. Um, your third house is about communication. You have your Pluto there. 
Um, Pluto definitely likes to go deep below the surface, um, mm -hmm. kind of like research and bring things up to the surface that maybe most people wouldn't see. Um, and I think you actually might do that a lot with your, your leadership and writing your books. Cause I mean, it is a sign directly opposite of what you have right here in your ninth house and your Mercury's right there. So I would definitely say like, yeah, really good storytelling. Do you want to write nonfiction or fiction? I was thinking first of nonfiction, mm -hmm. but okay. the way I can deliver things can be very funny. So. Oh, really? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You know, <laughs> it's like anything that happens that's bad. First of all, I'm not going to, you know, make you feel bad about it. You know, mm -hmm. if it's somebody else's stuff, mm -hmm. but if people are feeling bad about it, I could twist it into something and make them laugh about it and go, you know what? It's not that bad after all. Yeah, that's true. A lot yeah. of comedians do that. I mean, hey. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I think a comedian was born within me somewhere. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. I, yeah, I can really twist something really well because I used to teach. And when you were talking about communication, mm -hmm. I used to teach and I was that one, I'm a massage therapist normally. Okay, this is my longest career. And mm -hmm. when I was teaching massage therapy, I was the one who originated bringing in stuff on the spiritual levels. So energetic works and all that stuff, because I didn't see one massage therapy school that would bring in chakras and energy work and talk about Reiki and all this other good stuff. Mm -hmm. So when I brought it in, people were intrigued. And next thing I know, if you looked at the test now, all of that is on the test. <laughs> Oh, be, really? Yeah, to be licensed. <laughs> yeah, it's more mainstream now. <laughs> yeah. A whole lot more than it was 25 years ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, okay, if I had to choose a career, mm -hmm. what do you think? Can you tell by my chart what, it, what direction mm -hmm. I should go? Sort of. So we, for that, we look at your Midhaven. It's uh, represented by this MC right here. Okay. And you have it in the sign of Pisces. So what you just said actually kind of describes it to a T. <laughs> you oh, know, oh. <laughs> yeah, bringing spirituality and like holistic healing practices, because that's all Piscean energy. It's all the ethereal, um, you know, it's, it's not like science, right? Which is kind of well, actually, I can't say that. I was going to say, like, you know, here in America, we are, like, kind of, like, steeped in, like, big pharma and things like that. But, but like, you know, more and more people are kind of getting away from that, and they're doing more um, holistic things, things at home, meditations, things like that. So, mm -hmm. you know, a career in that industry would be ideal, you know, with the Midhaven and Pisces. So it could be, you know, I don't know what your... Um, like your niche is going to be for RTT. I don't know if you're, are you going to, going to incorporate um, some natural elements to that. Um, that's kind of what I'm getting. Like, like something shamanic, like being like a shaman. Oh, okay. Or like, yeah, like a spiritual leader, you know, but obviously like, you know, your concepts and your, um, your methodology might be like more grounded and, you know, what 
but would be like familiar with a lot of people, but maybe the way you carry it out would be more spiritual based. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's what I'm getting. And you have your Venus right there too. Venus is all about, um, it is love and beauty and elegance, but Venus is also about prosperity and making money. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. And you ha- also have that in your, in Pisces in the 10th house, 10th house is about careers and how you, the imprint you make in society. Mm-hmm. So yeah, your Venus there, Venusian energy is going to, um, it's going to want you to be prosperous, right? Like it wants you to kind of enjoy the fruits of your labor and having it in Pisces means that how you do that is honoring the Piscean energy. Great. So, yeah. So you definitely have been on the right track for <laughs> almost 30 years, right? So yeah. So that's amazing. That's great because every time I went to teach and, you know, it was a number of schools that I taught in and I would tell people about about my day, one particular person would just say, my God, you have fun at work. <laughs> I'm thinking, I'm blowing people's minds. Of course I am. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That is awesome. Yeah. Make them um, think. Um, so by the birth chart, I'm not... I brought up the love life Mm -hmm. and unfortunately I can say this, honestly, I really don't care. Mm -hmm. Um, Like if you find someone? Yeah. Because I've had a great life. Okay. Mm -hmm. With, I haven't had many boyfriends, if you will, Mm -hmm. but what I've had, it's, I've had a wonderful time. But what's important to me right now is, my career because I know I'm supposed to make an impact somehow with as many people as I can touch in some way. Mm-hmm. This is what I feel that is part of my life that's supposed to happen. So, ugh. but just a curious thing on the birth chart, does it say anything about, um, or does this have to be palmistry or card reading some special person coming into my life before I die. <laughs> oh yeah, I know. Everybody wants to know that. And you know, unfortunately the birth chart doesn't say that. Okay. Um, yeah, that is more uh, tarot, palm reading, but you know what? We're all given free will. So it's like, even if you were presented with somebody, that doesn't mean you have to, stay, you have to be with them. Right. Yeah. You know? And I think, you know, I think most people are presented with opportunities to be with someone. It's just, Things get in the way, the whole twin flame soulmate thing comes up and, you know. What is twin flame? I keep hearing that. What is that? So I've heard different takes on it, like people describing it differently. Um, What resonates with me is like the twin flame is, so it's not really like a soulmate. The twin flame actually comes to like stir things up in your life to get you to heal. So it's like not necessarily a romantic partner, but it's somebody that you have a strong, really strong connection with. Um, you probably knew each other in past lives, so your souls have a contract with one another, but you may not be in a relationship. So, okay. and it can get kind of tricky because a lot of people have twin flames that are like married to someone else. Like, so in this lifetime, mm. you know, you may have a marriage contract with someone, but like your twin flame is someone else. And they okay. kind of like stir up the things in you that, um, yeah, that 
that just were lying dormant and um, are getting you to heal. So that's what I've heard. Um, and that, I feel like that resonates more with me than the whole like crazy Mally and love thing. That just sounds more like novella, like cheesy love story <laughs> type thing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, for some people that may be the, their story, but that just doesn't really like, yeah, that doesn't resonate with me. So yeah, <laughs> maybe your, your boring Capricorn person is going to be your twin flame. <laughs> <laughs> Stir things up. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. But I think, um, for sure, I think you'll meet someone. What part of Europe are you planning to move to or considering? Portugal. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. It's, uh, when I lived in Germany, it was so beautiful because we were up in the hills. Mm-hmm. But when we went to the south of Germany and the mountains were there, I just went, holy cow, I want to live here. Really? But now that I've had enough of winters. <laughs> oh, yeah, especially in Illinois. Oh, my gosh. I heard it's brutal. <laughs> it is. <laughs> so I'm going, I think I might want to be around the water and not have to deal with snow anymore. Mm-hmm. So That would be really, really nice. How is it there with the uh with the corona though is it did they get a lot of cases you know i don't think they did because i was looking around asking you know million questions into you know dr google (laughs) (laughs) and everything seems to be okay but you know we also got to take into consideration it's one country out of europe you know Mm -hmm. so it didn't seem like it was too drastic at all oh okay good yeah that's amazing. Yeah. That sounds really exciting. Yeah, I have relatives in Europe and I just, you know, I have nobody around me that I'm related to. Mm-hmm. I got a brother in Colorado. I've got cousins in Pennsylvania. And I'm like, you know what? This is just too American. I <laughs> like, I really do like the European way because. More relaxed. Way, yeah. It's much more relaxed. You're not crazy. You know, well, I could go on. I, I'm not going to get on my soapbox. <laughs> But it's like you get to live, mm-hmm. not just work. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. That sounds amazing, actually. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so, yeah, I think great things are in store here. I think you, you know, I feel like your soul actually might have been here many, many lifetimes before because it seems like it's already carried out what it's supposed to do, like with your true node um, with your midhaven. Yeah. I'm feeling like, and even your moon sign, I feel like it's not an issue for you. Like, you know, things of the past, like your parents and things like that. I feel like, you know, you kind of resolved it, right? Like it's not like holding you back. Like you still are planning for your future. Mm -hmm. So, and that's usually an indication of a soul that has had many lives. Um, yeah, I kind of figured I've been here before. Really? Oh yeah. <laughs> it's like that's not, that feels very familiar. <laughs> I don't know that I've experienced in this life, but that feels very familiar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Um well I'm gonna leave it here unless you have any other questions. This was great. Thank you so much. Yeah, wow, thank you. Anything like this. Yeah, yeah, everybody everybody's been saying that. So I just really appreciate your time 
And um, I do have emails set up to go out, like they're just automated emails within 24 hours of every reading. So you'll get that. It's just ask for like a testimonial if you choose, but I'm just letting people know sure. that email's coming. Sure. Yeah. Now, Karen, is there a way